The Bulls won the battle on the glass today, 33-32, and boy, did they have to work for it against a much bigger team. How about Bobby Pascal hugging Amir Abdul-Rahim <laughs> right now out on the floor, saying congratulations to him as the players are spilling out of the locker room yeah. right now, and That's Amir nice, hugging him nice back. Scene. That's a good scene right there, yeah. for sure, because there's, yep. there's two guys that know how to coach. <laughs> but Bobby doesn't get him in a conversation, though. We might be here all night. <laughs> Amir coming over to our broadcast position right now, and he's going to throw the headset on and give us a quick word as he sits down courtside. Uh, Coach, first of all, congratulations on a dramatic come-from-behind victory for your first-place South Florida Bulls. Um, all praise to the Most High. To God be the glory. Um, the fact that we get to come out here and play this game, I get to coach this game, this group of kids that I get to coach, um, I don't take that for granted. All the glory goes to him. All the praise is to him. And <laughs> that's a pretty good sound right there, right? <laughs> you know, you first play South Florida Bulls. I love it. But I'm going to tell you this. I'm going to give you a little coach speak. I'm not going to rest on it, all right, because my end goal was not to be in first place on February 6th. I was, I was hired to do a job of rejuvenating the program. I was hired to do a job of impacting the lives of young men and also win basketball games and, and, and win championships. And so until that job is done, I'm, I'm pleased, but I'm not satisfied. As the late, great Kobe, Kobe Bryant said, job not finished. So before we put our headphones on and look ahead to Rice, the next game, the most important game, mm -hmm. you were down 17 in the first half. You were down 15 with 11.30 to go in this game. Right. How in your mind did you come back to win this game? It was, it was a – we talked – before the game, we talked about synergy, right? And I know it's not the, the definition in the dictionary, but when we talked about synergy, it was a synchronized energy that we had to have. And I thought at that, you know, in the first half, we, we connected, you know, our energies, you know, synchronized for, you know, about six minutes, which wasn't enough. But then in the second half, it had to, because I, let's, let's just call it what it is, man. Like, that's a – I'm not looking forward to going back no, to, to, to the Queen City. It's really, really, really good team. Well-coached team. Kids play hard. They play together. But what got that done was just a, a synchronized energy, a concerted effort from everybody on our team to, to, to pour into each other and, and trust each other, lean on each other. Talking with Amir Abdul-Rahim after a 72-69 victory tonight at the Yingling Center. Coach, you told us before the game, you've told us multiple times this season that you hang your hat at the defensive end. Right. You finished this game on a 6 nothing run. You finished the last 441 on an 11-1 run, and mm. you hold them without a field goal in their last six shots. We thought that if you could piece together a few stops, that would get you going at the offensive end as well. Yeah, because, look, every night, the, the last time we were in here, we had 25 assists and 18 threes. Um, and it's not going to be that every night. And so the one thing that travels, the one thing that can be consistent is our effort and our energy on the defensive end. Toughness and defense travels anywhere you go in the country. You may not make shots, but if you got toughness, if you got defense, you're giving yourself a chance. And, and we did tonight. But, again, man, hats off to, to Charlotte because, again, they came in here on an eight-game win streak playing as well as anybody in the country, let alone the conference. And, man, they did a great job, man. They're, they're, they're really tough out. And, you know, but as I said to the guys, 
at the, in the locker room, these are the games, you know, this, this is a great game, right? Because if we plan on playing in that four-letter tournament in March, man, like we have to beat experienced teams like that that are well-connected, that, that run their stuff at a high level, and they know who they are, ultimately, like just to put it in a nutshell. They know exactly who they are, and they don't deviate from it. The guy who kept you afloat most of the night, Selton Miguel, Man. 22 points. He hits the two free throws that ice it, and he goes 13 for 14 from the Man. line. What about Selton Miguel? As, I, as I've said, and I'm going to keep saying it because I'm, I'm, not, I'm not ashamed of it at all, and our, I think our players, they say the same thing. If somebody asks me today, you got, you got to get an MVP to one person. And, again, as good as Youngblood is, as good as Kaysen Pryor is, as good as Jaden Reed has played, Selton Miguel is our MVP because, again, this is a guy who he's a starter, right, based on ability, based on, you know, in the, uh, the past. And we, we asked him to accept this role of being energy, being scoring off the bench, and he hadn't blinked once. He hadn't complained about it one time. He's our MVP. Coach, he also goes over 1,000 points in his career, which Ooh. is a great milestone. I needed to know that, man. I got to get on my GAs. They got to tell me that, man, because we should have celebrated that in the locker room. But, yeah, like that guy is as good of a bucket getter as I've coached, and I've coached some good ones now, and, uh, and we needed him tonight. And, and think about this. This is how fun it is coaching this team. Selton, you know, not like non-conference coming into conference, he was kind of the go-to guy. Well, then Casey Pryor got going, and, you know, he became, he became somewhat of a complimentary guy. And then tonight, he's the guy again, right? But as my wife said, I don't know where she is, somewhere around here, but my wife, she said one time, I, t I think I told you guys this, before the Memphis game, she's going to kill me if I say this, but she, uh, <laughs> my, wife, my wife is a lawyer, right? And, and she knows basketball, but, you know, like, it, it took her some time to get there. But she came to me before the Memphis game, and she showed me uh, this graphic on her ESPN app. And she says, babe, you realize you guys had, have had six or seven different leading scores this year? And I said, and she shows me, I said, oh, man, that's impressive. <laughs> I think I fell in love with her a little bit more. <laughs> but but uh, so, she, so she showed me that, but then she showed me a couple other teams in our conference, and it's like one guy or another guy. And, and it just made me feel good because I think, me personally, I'm not saying I'm right. I think that's the way the game should be played. It should be played, you know, in a balanced, a balanced type of way where a team can't just key in on one guy. So, you know, I'm really proud of this group. And I'm, I got to say this, and I'm going to say it because he's walking by. I thought Sam Hines, man, is for a guy that's missed our last two games with coming back from a little bit of an uh, injury. His minutes, I thought, changed the complexion of the game in the first half. His energy changed the complexion of the game. So Brandon Stroud has kind of a rough night at the free throw line, yeah. but he hit the shot to put you ahead for good with 29.5 seconds yep. to go. He gave you seven points and seven rebounds. I know yep. he wants the free throws back, but he no did doubt. come through in the, in the clutch. I tell Brandon all the time, but I, and if there's any little kids in here, I want them to hear this. I tell them all the time, your value is not always scoring, right? Your value is not always – your value doesn't always show up on the stat sheet. And where Brandon gives us unbelievable value is just his energy, his effort, especially on the defensive end. And then, again, he comes out and he gets another seven rebounds. What is that, 24? That's 31 rebounds yeah. in the last three games. So 
he's averaging 10 rebounds a game over his last three games. We don't win those three games without his 10 rebounds. That was an offensive rebound yes. that he got. Right. That was huge. So, you know, again, he, he's growing, he's learning, and he's getting better. And I just got to get him out of his head a little bit at the free throw line. Talking with Amir Abdul-Rahim after the Bulls come from behind to beat Charlotte tonight, 72-69. to 69. Uh, Coach, uh, let's talk about the crowd. The, the place was electric. SoFlow Rodeo was just pouring over the entire end of the building. Man. They took over the place. They're the heartbeat of this place, and everybody just kind of fell in line when they got it going. And they never let you quit in this game. They never let us quit. I'm going back to Starbucks on Holly. <laughs> I'll tweet it out and let them know the time. Free but coffee for everybody. They, but look, they, it's 11.51 now, so they were in here till 11.40. They're going to be tired. They need energy tomorrow. And Coach is going to show up for them like they showed up for their Bulls tonight. That was, that was awesome. Like, to look up and see people in the third level, I'm like, let's go. <laughs> That's what it's about, man. You know, because, again, when I came, when we took the job, I, I, again, I'll never forget getting off that Zoom. With uh, with Ad Kelly and Lee Butler, and I walked into the kitchen in our in our home in Georgia, and I said, "Babe, you want to go to South Florida?" <laughs> and she just looks at me. She goes, "Dang, you like it like that?" I said, "Babe, like great people." But then I'll never forget coming in here for the first time. It was like a recon mission. It's midnight, lights are off, I, and like they show me where the student section was. And I promise you, like I like I had I envisioned that night the student section looking like that. And in the first week of school, to welcome back the freshmen and welcome back the students, they had a little event in here, and it was up there. And I told them that night, I want to see the student section like this every night. You know what? We got to start somewhere. I'm going to take this one, and we're going to build on it. So we take a step back. We go back last month. You're down 12 in the second half to Rice. Win. You're down 20 at Memphis in the second half. Win. You're down 9 at Temple. Second half. Win. Tonight, you're down 15 against this Charlotte team. You win. What about these second-half comebacks? I mean, this is not some fluke thing now. This is, a, this is real. Well, um, as Les Muma told me, he's going to have to start taking heart pills. <laughs> and I don't need Les taking heart pills. So we got to get it together, right? Yeah. And I, now I will say this because I, I always want to speak truth. I thought early on in the game, we ended up with 14 assists, but for a while – we were single digits. Like, I didn't, early on, we didn't share the ball like South Florida shares the ball, right. right? We, like, everybody was trying to do it by themselves. And that's not a good, that's not a good recipe for us. You need that, like, you need to have guys that can make plays down the stretch. But in the flow of the game, we're at our best when that ball is moving. And we, we got to, we, we, we have to commit to that. We have to. Bulls win tonight, 72-69. Coach, uh, you are in this brutal 12-game stretch where it's home away, home away, home away, alternating, which means now you go on the road yep. to Rice this weekend, a team that you've already beaten, but a team that has shown they are yeah. very capable of beating anyone in the league, and this will be a tough test, obviously. No, it, it'll definitely be a tough task. But again, if we plan on playing in that four-letter tournament in March, these are games we, ha we have to be able to be consistent on the road. If you can be consistent on the road, you'll be fine neutral site. You'll be just fine. So we have to, we have to enjoy this one, right? It's a, it was a big one. We have to enjoy it. But the thing we can't do, we can't, we have to, or I should say this. I shouldn't say we can't do. My dad would tell me can is not in the, mo the man's vocabulary. But 
what, what we have to do is we have to have emotional maturity. We have to be able to enjoy this one for about 18 to 24 hours. We got to flush it and then move on, get our bodies back, get, you know, get mentally fresh, get physically fresh, and get ready for a good rice team. That gave us all we could handle in here. Coach, we kept Jim way up past his bedtime tonight, but, but we both loved it. It was fun. <laughs> he, can come to, he can come to Starbucks tomorrow, too, if he yeah, wants. He may need it. <laughs> I think he'll need it. <laughs> Coach, congratulations. Thank you so much for giving us a few words, and go enjoy this tonight. Thank you. And to all the fans that came out and the fans that are still here, go Bulls. Love you guys. Thank you. Thank you. That's Amir Abdul-Rahim, 72-69 to 69 final score. I think we've got Selton Miguel making his way over here to our broadcast position as well to give us a quick word. And uh, he just missed his, uh, just missed his career high with uh, 22 points, and I think career high is 23. As Selton throws on the headsets for us real quick. Uh, what a fun night tonight, Selton. Congratulations on the victory. Uh, I don't know if you've had an opportunity to digest this already. This thing's only been over for about 15, 20 minutes, but a 72-69 come-from-behind victory. You just kept coming back. This team doesn't quit, do they? No, we don't, man. Uh, like I said, we always don't have time. We had a speech during the, during the halftime. We talked to each other. We knew, like, we've been through that before, so we just kept fighting. Selton, congratulations. You got your 1,000th career point tonight. I don't know if you're aware of that, but uh, you, you hit that milestone. But that kind of takes the back seat to your two free throws uh, that ice this game away. Talk about the way, not only that, but the way you guys played in the last few minutes when it was really hanging in the balance. You guys did what you needed to do. No, we just stay focused. I mean, we knew that uh, we've been through it as already, you know what I mean? Like, just stay focused, really keep trusting each other, keep uh, listening to the coach, what Coach Amir had to say. Because we're family. At the end of the day, we're family. So when we down, we stay together. When we up, we stay together. So we just kept fighting. Selt Miguel joining us after the Bulls' 72-69 victory. 22 points today. Five assists. Love to see that. Couple of rebounds. 13 of 14 at the free throw line. You got real comfortable, but it's got to be a little nerve-wracking down here at the very end. About 12 seconds to go, and you knocked down two that really gave you guys the, the margin that you needed. Because uh, we start doing a drill after every practice, 21. We got to hit 21 free throws every practice, so that really helps us a lot. So coach just keep saying, like, keep doing your routine, keep doing your routine, and everything will fall. So he did. <laughs> so you were down 15 with 11.30 to go in this game, which is very difficult to come back from by any team. But you've come back from further this season. You come back a lot in the second half. Did the experience you've had all year just give you guys the confidence? You always know that there's some way you can pull the game out? No, for sure. Like I said, <laughs> we've been down many a time. Probably most of the games this, this season, like I said, we just go keep fighting, keep trusting each other, and then we came with a win because like, we never gave up. So if we would have gave up at the halftime, we would never give this in. So like, we just kept fighting. Selton, you guys go on the road now to take on Rice, a team that you had to come from behind against here in this building, but uh, you guys are battle-tested on the road, and as Coach said, if you can win on the road, you can win in the postseason. You guys have a winning record on the road now, an opportunity for a fifth win. Uh, that will not be easy against Rice, though. No, we won't. Uh, no team in this conference is easy. We just go there with the mindset that we got to win and play hard and see what happens. Well, thank you. We appreciate you joining us. Uh, go enjoy the victory. I know there's, everybody's going to want a piece of you guys tonight, for sure. <laughs> no, for sure. Oh, no, we real, sorry, real quick. How fun was this crowd tonight? No, it was. We needed that. We yeah. needed that for a long time. So they, they being here, that changed the whole game for us. So like, we really appreciate them 
being here. Thank you for South Florida being here, and then thank you for the students to be here too. You, you guys were down there taking selfies. I thought <laughs> I thought you disappeared. You kind of lost. We lost you in the crowd there. I thought you thought you got abducted or something. Yeah, for sure. That it was fun. It was fun. It was fun, man. Selton, thank you. Appreciate it. Thank you. All right, Selton Miguel, 22 points again. That was one off of his career high today. Big victory and uh, uh, the free throws down the stretch. I, I tell you what, I got lost in all this, Joey. I'm looking back at some of my notes. The Bulls had missed eight shots in a row at one point in the first half. He hits the three to get them going. Yep. Because remember how much they were struggling just to get buckets. In a shot like that, a three, they win the game by three. It gets yep. lost, you know, was, when things get <coughs> that was nip a and tuck a at the 16 end. 16-point uh, margin at that moment that, that brought it to, to, to 13 and, and still a, a bit of a struggle. But the Bulls did get it down to single digits in, in the end of the first half. But you're right, that, that sort of uh, ended a very painful drought. It, it looked like Charlotte was getting ready to run away with the game, but uh, just all night, Selton Miguel was the guy that, that, that kept them, kept giving them hope, really. And then by the time uh, everybody else caught up in the second <laughs> half, uh, things were much better. But Selton Miguel was really the ballast, the, 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 the guy that kept it going. And uh, this was certainly one of his best games as a USF Bull, no question. The Bulls finish this one on an 11-1 run. They win it, 72-69. They have a half-game lead on FAU for the top spot in the American Conference. This team was picked ninth in the preseason, Joey, and they are legit at 16-5 and and now 9-1 and in the league. Yep, and Florida Atlantic will go to UAB on Thursday night. That's a 9 o'clock game on ESPN2. UAB is a very good team. That's the only team to defeat USF in the conference. So if FAU stumbles there, well, then the, the margin widens a bit, but if FAU wins, it goes back into a, a, a two-way tie for first place. In any event, we've got a lot of conference season left, so this is going to be one wild ride. But right now, USF is in the driver's seat for the moment. The Bulls just cemented their way into the hearts of, of, of this student body once again. 6,156 in attendance on a special night, and something special is going on here at South Florida. Bulls win it 72-69. Our thanks to Peter DeFee Jr. back inside our network studios. Brett Holcomb, our courtside engineer. He's Joey Johnston. I'm Jim Lighthall. Hope you enjoyed this one because the Bulls do it again. I keep <laughs> saying it after every broadcast, and they keep doing it. First place now in the American. They will be on the road on Saturday, 3 o'clock start against the Rice Owls. Our pregame will begin at 2.30. Thanks for joining us right here on the South Florida Bulls Radio Network.